Greetings, greetings to my Vaughn listeners. It is that time of the afternoon where you are chilling with your host, Lady G, on Gifts with Gugum. It's always exciting to be coming to the radio station at this time, just to spend some time with you. So it's a, it truly is a pleasure. Uh, so we just want to bless God even in this time, in this hour. A lot of us have just recovered from a few things, you know, uh, COVID, allergies, you know, any kind of sickness. We thank God, you know. I was thinking that this morning um, when I woke up, I had that prayer of thanksgiving, you know, Um uh, two days uh, d- uh, this morning, a prayer of thanksgiving. So I was just thanking God and giving God the glory, the praise, you know, because sometimes we forget that to take in bread and to take it out, it truly is a blessing from God. It's not because of the mask, the hand sanitizers that we are using, or even the vaccine. It's not because of that. It is because by of the grace of God. It's not because of our own doing or our own will wisdom it is by the grace of god it's mercy upon mercy so we truly thank god and we bless god for that so while i was meditating on it i was thinking you know there are people who've lost so many loved ones in this time they are houses where it's only maybe a baby that is left you know uh they buried more people then some of us can even count and i was thinking saying you know what father forgive me for not recognizing the miracles and the blessings that you have given me i mean not once was i phoned from there from Joburg. my my family is in Joburg, phoned to say Google there's been a death in the family come not once was i phoned in durban my other family is in durban and you know and this morning i phoned them all to tell them that you know what we must say thank you lord god you did not receive a call from cape town saying that this and this has happened it is not because of our own doing i know some of our family members they believe in whatever kind of stuff that they believe in but i spoke to them and i said for me i know it's by the grace of god it is because Every morning when I get up, I lift you guys in prayer to the Lord God Almighty. And God has been faithful. The word of God truly tells us that he he, be, he remains faithful to the faithless order and faithful generation. I've seen God being faithful in my life. And, uh, and, and, and as I called them, I was in tears, crying, phoning all of them, just thanking God. Little did I know that my act of obedience was the very thing that was also going to save my brother. So I think around about half past 12, I received a call to say that my brother was hijacked, you know. So when he narrates the story, when I finally got hold of him around about one o'clock and now uh, he's narrating the story, he says to us, these guys, they took him when he went to drop his kids at school. They saw their van, they took him around about eight o'clock and they only released him at 11 o'clock so during that time i'm busy phoning everybody at home making a prayer of thanksgiving 
I, I saw the, the very first person that I phoned was my stepmom. I phoned her at 8, at 10 past 8, and I was in tears, just thanking God and blessing God. And we got, we phoned, we had a prayer, an online prayer of thanksgiving, you know, thanking everybody. She was thanking God, even for the people in the Eastern Cape. Little did we know that our act of obedience, that prayer was an altar that was being raised before the Lord God Almighty, an altar of remembrance to say, Father God, we thank you. And I believe that prayer that was raised before the altar was the very same prayer that went ahead and protected my brother. Because when he narrates the the story these guys were about ready to kill him because he says when they took the car they drove with him to an un, um, to some unlock to another location he has never been there and he says there were five guys they were interested in the vehicle i'm sure they probably wanted it to go and do some heist and he says when they, when they took off their mask um the um, you know not the um, the this uh, mask that we wear for for covid you know the paraclava mask when they took those masks off he says google i was dead sure today is my last day i started thinking about my wife i started thinking about my kids i started thinking about you guys but he says they were just calm cool and relaxed and they were engaging with me he says it became very strange it was like we are Tommies now with these people, you know. And then when uh, these guys were supposed to let me go, they drove me and they dropped me at another location. They even said, now you can go and report us to the police station. And they gave him 20 rand for a taxi. He says, I still said, I don't want your money. And they said, they don't act uh, like you know where you do you know where you are. So to go to the police station, it's going to be long for you to walk, take um take the money so he says it was only then where he was able to phone his wife and notify and tell them to phone work and tell them that the car has been the vehicle has been hijacked you know and uh, and 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 that is what happened so i was just thinking you know in all of that god remained faithful he is faithful you know so as i'm doing this segment i've got tears of joy i've got truly tears of joy tears of gladness tears of thanksgiving because we could have heard something that was going to say he's missing he's nowhere to be found he probably was going to be found maybe two days or three days later lying in some on in, uh, in some ditch somewhere with a gunshot wound but god protected him God spared him. So these are the things that we forget. You know, I was listening to the song um, by Bethel and it says, I've got miracles, little, little miracles. Uh, you know, when I try to count them, they are just too many to count. It's like more than millions. You know, we have a song, even in Zulu, it says, Bala Izibusi, so count your blessings. And then it says, Ziningi, there are too many to count. And, and with what is happening all around us, people losing jobs, people losing loved ones, you know, companies are going through. I've seen the worst in our company, in our organization, but God has remained God. Even in your situation, somebody has it worse than you. 
that is one thing I know of. Somebody has it worse than you. So when you look at your life and you think this is it, and you start to to blame God, you start to contemplate thoughts of suicide, you you know, you start to throw in the towel. I want you to remember all those little things that God has pulled you through, that God has taken you out of. There are so many things. But when we are faced with this situation, we seem to forget the same God who brought me through whatever it was that I went through. He is the same God who can take me through it again. I'm sure Joseph was saying that when he was in the pit the first time, he thought, I'm, I'm going to die here. But by the grace of God, then he was taken out of the pit. And... That he was saved by the Ishmaelites. And it was all because of God. He probably thought, I'm never going to be saved again. And then what happened was, he, he was in Potiphar's house and he was thrown in jail. I'm sure in his mind, he kept on saying, the same God who delivered me from that pit where my brothers put me in, is the same God who is going to take me out of this jail. I was in the pit I was in the pit, but God made a way and I was taken out of the pit. I was taken out of the pit. He doesn't know how, but he was taken out of the pit. So he was probably saying when he was in jail, I've seen my God. I've seen my God. So when whatever you are going through right now looks like you are in jail, don't forget that you were once in a pit and God got you out of that pit. So that very same God that got you out of the pit, he is the same God that can get you out of this jail that you think you are in. You feel like you are in a dungeon right now. Believe you me, he is the same God. He is the same yesterday, today, now and forever. He will be able to take you out of that pit. So don't you forget that my dear beloved brother and sister, he is the same God who can take you out of that pit. He is the same God who can take you out of the jail. So let us never forget the God that we serve. So having said that, I'm going to now prepare on what we are going to be discussing. I was thinking, you know, we are going to be talking about times and seasons how we can align to to the times and seasons you know i've been studying um the month of september so we are going to be talking about that so let us just take a break and uh, we're gonna come back let's just get our bibles and our pens and our papers so that we can be able to discuss it in depth So as I was saying that we're going to be talking on times and seasons. So I was thinking, if you look at the month of September, uh, we, I did a sort of like a study and I realized that um, according to the Jewish calendar, that is Rosh Hashanah. And when I looked at I started going deeper and just studying, you know, even the black culture. I realized that uh, September, it's a month where they do a lot of rituals. So they, that, that's the month where we do a lot of rituals. So now when I looked at that, I thought, okay, 
let me go deeper into this subject so i'm going to talk about the month of september what is celebrated the feast according to the jewish calendar and then so as we try to align ourselves to the times and the seasons so what i want us to do is to align ourselves to the seasons and times that god himself established through eternity god established through eternity so we are in the second month of the year according to the jewish calendar remember last year it was rosh hashanah a new year so we are in that second month we are following the gregorian calendar but we need to know the calendar of god so having said that i can still bless you and say to you my fellow comrades <laughs> this is the second month so i can still say blessed rosh Hashan to you we even say happy new year even when it's february so i can say blessed rosh Hashan to you and this is my prayer that may this year be a sweet year for you may god grant us the desires of our hearts in this year of 2022 may god grant us the desires of our hearts and having said that i want us to also wish our beloved jewish brothers a blessed new year and we pray that may their names be written in the lamb's book of life let that be our prayer that their names be written in the lamb's book of life as the father desires because that is the father's desire that's the father's heart we raise them before the altar and we pray that they may find favor in the name of yeshua that they may see Jesus. Our prayer is that they may see Jesus as their Messiah, Yeshua, and that they may return to their position as those who stewarded the gates for the nations. As we align to the times and seasons, let us not forget what the Old Testament teaches us, especially the Torahs, how Israel played such an instrument, an instrumental position in terms of our salvation. You know, as I studied this, uh, the material that I used, it's a book by Jackson Conwell. It talks about drawing nearer to God. It gives you a full picture of the tabernacle and how it relates to the book of Hebrews and uh, Revelation. I realized that now i know what paul spoke about when he was talking in the book of romans when he was talking about how much more will our salvation be it will be complete it is complete but remember our beloved brothers are not yet home the family will have a feast they will rejoice but at the back of their mind they will always be asking where is so and so you know so even us as we are having a feast and rejoicing we should be asking ourselves 
Where is our beloved brother? Our firstborn. You know, Jesus' firstborn. I mean, sorry, not our firstborn, but God's firstborn, because that's Israel. That's Israel, God's firstborn. So as we rejoice, the feast might be in Gabbana, blessed, and we will talk about it, but then we will say, but so and so was not there. So even us, let us remember our Jewish brothers and let us pray that they may return to their position as those who stewarded the gates for the nations for salvation. So we want to bless them as the past generation of the firstborn of the living God. And we want to bless them for being faithful in their stewarding in the temple of the living God. Mm. In the temple of the living God. Almost like I'm getting a picture of what happened. The Holy of Holies. They were faithful. So sometimes because we've made it, we are there. We forget how we made the chair. They were faithful in stewarding the things of God in the temple. We thank Israel that they held the altar through the sacrifice and holding on to the feast. The feast that we are going to be talking about as I'm talking about times and seasons. The feast, they held on to those feasts. They held, held on to them. So we should thank them. They held on to those feasts until Yeshua came. Until Jesus came. And he is the one who became the ultimate sacrifice. They stewarded for over a thousand years. The high priest would walk into the Holy of Holies, bringing the breastplates of all the families of Israel into the altar before God. You know, when you look at the book in the book of Revelation, we find that the foundations of the new Jerusalem, as they say, it has the very 12 precious stones that have the Jewish names, the Jewish tribes, the family of Israel, the apostles who were Jewish, and then we understand when we get to the book of Ephesians, when it speaks about the Jews and that we were far. I want us to go and read uh, Ephesians so that we get this understanding. We don't just browse over it. I want us to understand what Paul was saying what Paul was saying to us. So I said we are going to be looking at Ephesians 2. Let us start at uh, verse 12. Um, it says, at that time you were apart from Christ, 
you were foreigners and you did not belong to God's chosen people. You had no part in the covenant, which was based on God's promises to his people. And you lived in this world without hope and without God. But now in union with Christ Jesus, you used to be far away, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For Christ himself has brought us peace by making Jews and Gentiles one people. With his own body, he broke down the wall that separated them and kept them enemies. He abolished the Jewish law with its commandments and rules in order to create out of two races one new people in union with himself, in this way making peace. So that's why I'm saying we want to bless Israel in this season for holding the altar. I'm building up to something here. It might might be wondering what is Google talking about, but I'm building up to something. They they stewarded um, and they were holding the altar, the holy gates for the nations, as Ephesians 2 says. We were once excluded. That's what the Bible says. We were once excluded, but now we are near. We want to thank you, Christ Jesus. We want to thank you, our Messiah. Because if it wasn't for what the Messiah did, we would still be far. We would still be excluded. But now we are included. So now this answers the question as some people have asked, why must we also observe the feast and the season? I said we observe. Why must we also observe the feast and the season? So now we need to observe them because God has already ordained them and has put them into place. Because remember now we are the corporate family of Israel. We have been engrafted into the citizenship and we are Abraham's offspring. Abraham is our father. We are now of the same household. Remember what Ephesians says. It said the wall that was separating us, we've become one. We are of the same household of faith. And remember, we have not replaced Israel, but we have been included together and we have been made one with Israel, God's firstborn. I think sometimes as born again believers, that's why we forget about Israel. Why will God say we must pray for the peace of Israel? Why will God put it as a mandate for us? Because I have arrived, I've made it, now I've forgotten about my family. Romans speaks about this fulfillment. So for me, it became something that I can say, now I fully understand. I fully understand now what Paul said. So let us look at Romans 11. I want us to look at Romans 11. So for me, I've always read the scripture, but now having gone through this, 
I fully understand what Paul spoke about because Israel, they stood in the gap for us. We are discussing intercision as much as we are saying times and seasons, but it's also intercision that is included here. Intercision is everywhere. They were before the altar interceding. So God is saying they stood in the gap for us. Now it is our turn and it's now it's time for our season to be praying for them. You see, when we pray for the Gentiles, we forget to pray for our beloved brother Israel for salvation. Romans, the whole of Romans, it speaks about this. But for me, what uh, came out was um, verse 25. But it speaks about us understanding what will happen. So from verse 21, it says, God did not spare the Jews who are like natural branches. Do you think he will spare you? Here we see now kind and how severe and how severe God is. He is severe towards those who have fallen, but kind to you. If you continue in this kindness, but if you do not, you too will be broken. And if the Jews abandon their unbelief, they will be put back in the place where they were. For God is able to do that. You Gentiles are like the branch of a wild olive tree that is broken off. And then contrary to nature is joined to cultivate the olive tree. The Jews are like this cultivated olive tree and it will be much easier for God to join these broken branches to their own tree again. It speaks about the tree, how we and Israel can become a perfect tree when we are put together. So let us not forget that, children of the Most High God. When the Bible says we were far and we were excluded from the commonwealth of Israel, we must understand that we were at the mercy. I want us to understand this, that when the word of God says we were far, when we read this verse, it says we were far and we were excluded from the commonwealth of Israel. So we were literally at the mercy of the principalities and the powers of darkness. Those are the powers and the principalities that gave us traditions. We know the traditions that we've been holding on to. The evil practices that they gave us. These evil practices, the rituals that we were involved in so that as a nation, we may remain alive. These were the evil practices that kept us alive as a nation. And we were holding on to them, holding on to them. They kept us alive. These evil practices, we all know what are these evil practices that we were doing. We all, most of us, we come from there where you would be told if you do this, if you buy a house and you slaughter a cow, you slaughter this, those were the evil practices that kept us alive. And you knew that if I didn't do this, this will happen. In order for me to be alive, I needed to do this. These 
are all the things that we had put our hope in. These evil altars that we had put our hope in and we had established a covenant with them because we were excluded from the covenant of Israel, the covenant with God. But thank you, Yeshua, my God. Thank you, Yeshua. But in Christ Jesus and by the blood of his sacrifice, we are now included in the commonwealth of Israel. The commonwealth that is the flow of the heavenly economy, the flow of welfare, the flow of life, now we are included in the covenant of promises so we cannot choose some things and exclude ourselves from others if you are part of a family you can't choose and say this i will do this i won't do being part of this family everybody else can come in at seven but me i'm excluded from that no you've been engrafted into this common wealth of Israel. So as a nation, we were at the power, we were at the mercy of these principalities and the powers before our inclusion into the commonwealth of Israel. As we said, it's the citizenship of Israel. We have been engrafted now we have an agreement we are in a covenant with god through yeshua now if you are in the commonwealth with israel that means you cannot be in lack when israel is doing so well you can't be under a curse when israel is blessed we have become one with israel we have been crafted together so let us remember that we have become one we have been engrafted so this is my prayer that father today even as we remember we know it was in, it was in the first month that we celebrated the Feast of Trumpets. We are still going to talk about the Feast of Trumpets. What is the Feast of Trumpets? The Day of Atonement. Why is it such an important day? And why must we observe it? We want to say thank you, Father, for the Feast of Trumpets. Thank you for the first of Tashiri. Thank you for the year of Rosh Hashanah. Father, we thank you that we as Gentiles, we, we, we have not replaced Israel. We have not replaced Israel. Let us not fool ourselves into thinking that. You know when you have children in your house, there will always be a longing for that son who either left or that son who died. So why do we think in God's heart, there isn't a longing for Israel. Father longs for his firstborn son. They were faithful in stewarding 
salvation for us. They stood before those altars. They stood before the Holy of Holies, being faithful because they understood that we are going to do this until the Messiah comes. We have the revelation of who the Messiah is and they do not. So why can't we stand faithfully in the gap until they understand so that Romans 12 can be fulfilled? Romans 11, sorry, can be fulfilled. What God is speaking about, that tree, that olive tree that has branches that were cut off. They stood and they were faithful, my God. We have not replaced your firstborn. May you forgive us, Father, because at times we've acted and we forgot about our brother. We've forgotten about our brother Israel while we were enjoying all the delicacies that are in your house, the food that is in your house. We forgot that the father still longed for Israel. Oh, reminding me of the story of the prodigal son. God is longing for that prodigal son that left home. He keeps on watching. And today we say, as the little brothers, we stand in the gap and we watch with you. We pray that as you have engrafted us into the flow of life through Christ Jesus, your son, through your son's mighty precious blood, the blood of Yeshua, that Father, may we understand May we understand that we have not replaced your son. We have not replaced your son. And we need to stand and make Israel aware and know that there is no other passage that has been given to us but the blood of Yeshua. Yeshua is the only passage now to the Father. So, Father, we want to thank you that we can also be part of those who are observing this feast and be part of the citizenship of Israel, be part of the welfare of Israel through the cross of Jesus. We bless you, Father God, that you have included us. We have been included. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. You know, we pause today and we reflect and we reflect and we say, Father, we thank you. 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 You know, if I had a chauffeur right now, I would blow it, but I, I left it in charge uh, during Glory Fest. So as I'm pausing today, I'm just reflecting and I'm thinking, you know, Father, we need to blow the trumpets and proclaim the new year. The Jewish, the Israelites, they have done it. How much more us, spiritual Jews, if we understand what we are doing. So we thank you, Father, that you have included us. 
you have included us bazalwane are children of the most high god we are the offspring of abraham i understood that this thing of being the offspring of abraham is really deep and i pray to god that may we have a deeper understanding and a deeper revelation to be given to us see god has adopted us the things of god that has pulled us out of bazalwan the things that we were in deep things and god pulled us out of we bless you and we thank you father god that you are including us in this time and in this season that we are delivered father from the principalities and the powers and you are including us in the season that has been there the season that is of ancient the seasons of ancient the ancient of days season we thank you lord we thank you lord let us not forget that Barcelona. i'm just going to blow the trumpet now so that we can just understand what does this mean to us as we continue um i came across this from i call her goku and mama and she writes this in her book she says as we transition across in the new year a threshold time in any culture let us be mindful to pray the kiss of god and protection of each other May your Roshashan remember it's 5782 we're still going to break that down later on the year be blessed may this be a holy and an overflowing year with divine favor so when she spoke about the kiss of god as protection um i looked at it and it was like an endearing as a forehead kiss So when you look at the book of numbers when we speak the priestly blessing it says may the lord bless you may the lord keep you may the lord make his face to shine upon you may the lord be gracious to you may he keep his countenance on your face and and when i when you when i looked at that word when i started it a long time ago countenance it means for me to be able to see god's countenance it means that god has to pick me up you know may his countenance be facing me up it means that god has to literally pick me up when you pick up a little baby and you play with that baby you raise that baby's face above yours because i can never be above god but when god makes his face the his countenance to be on me he picks me up like a little girl like a little child that's the picture that i have how we play with kids we pick them up and we we put them and we look up we look up 
onto them and, and this baby is looking down at you. That is the only way that you can be able to look down upon God's countenance, meaning that he himself picks you up. So that is my prayer for us this year, that may he pick us up so that our countenance, so that God's countenance may be what we see as he blesses us, as God blesses us. You know, and, and let us always remember that uh, when Anne spoke about the threshold, for me, I started remembering that there are protocols when we cross the threshold. There are protocols when we cross the threshold. And these are the protocols that we as children of the Most High God take them lightly. But the children of darkness, they take them serious. And they know about these protocols because they know that they are about to cross a threshold. When you cross a threshold, you don't do something lightly. So the children of darkness, they understand. And that is why they become very successful. They become very successful because they become wise and they know how to apply protocol. So remember, we are transitioning into a new season. And when you transition into a new season, it's a battlefield. Because remember, the enemy wants to keep you bound in your old season. Remember, I spoke about that we are transitioning, how God revealed it to me. So when you are transitioning, there is always that battle. Because now when you transition, you are going to the next step, to the next level. So when you are crossing over, when you are at the threshold, you are transitioning, you are crossing over to something. And there's going to be a battle. The battle is trying to keep you to your old. I spoke about how David wanted to keep Saul in the old. Okay, you can transition David and become the warrior that God ordained you to be before the foundations of time. But I'm going to keep you in the old season by making you to wear the old garment so that you think you can't do this without the old you. When we transition, when we cross over, we leave everything behind in 2029, 2020, whether it was 2019. We, and we even said, I want to forget, I want to leave it all behind. So even when we transition, when we're crossing over, that is what we need to do. Leave everything behind. So there are things that you must do in order to be plugged into your new season. You need to cross over safely, that's number one. Safety is very important. You need to cross over, number one. Uh, I think I shared this with you uh, about an open field that is next to my place and how um, the month of September, I think that is why for me the month of September, everything has been like laid like this. The month of September, beginning of September, every Thursday, this couple, they would be just the two of them wearing their white clothes, their churchly clothes, just the two of them, they would have a night service. Two of them, red golf. I remember even in the complex, they were talking and asking what's happening and they would light a fire. They did that for the whole month of September, every Thursday, without a doubt. 
because they followed the protocol from the evil altar. The protocol from the evil altar said, you want to establish something, you need to be there and strike the ground. And you go there and strike the ground from 10 o'clock up until 5 a.m. You and your husband, these are the things that you need to do. They followed protocol. They did not care who was watching them. And they understood. They, they started being there according to the, the, you know, the moon. They started being there. And these are the protocols that they followed from the evil altars. And this protocol has yielded results. And you are busy asking, but Father, what's happening? But we are the ones as the children of the Most High God who are not following protocols. Believe you me, today it's October. When I drive past here on Sunday from church, they have more than 50 people now. The cars are packed, lined up. In one month of just following the protocol from the evil altar, how much more us who have a God who is the ancient of this, the creator of heaven and earth, but because we have all these weapons at our disposal, but because we are children who are that's all I can say, and that's why God says, my people perish because lack of knowledge. We just wake up and we find ourselves in the battlefield. We wake up and we find nobody appears from nowhere. So don't think you're going to appear from nowhere and you're going to win this war. David, he might have looked like he appeared from nowhere to his brothers and the whole camp of Israel. But that boy was being trained in the field. He had a testimony with him. So we expect to just appear from nowhere and think that we are going to take over and think that we are going to win this battle because we've got God on our side. No, no. The children of Israel, they thought that. Remember the book of First Samuel? The children of Israel, they thought that as well. my fellow beloved listeners we have run out of time so we're still going to be continuing with this um with this topic in terms of times and seasons we are going to unpack it some more we are going to just hear what god is saying to us so i just want to thank you for taking the time to to listen to us as we share on VON voice over the nation so I still want to speak a personal blessing over your life and say may the Lord bless you may the Lord make his face to shine upon you may the Lord give you peace may he keep his countenance on you always so I speak protection over every person who hears this in the mighty name of Jesus, we cover you all under the blood of Jesus. Um, you know, I've learned that even after every segment that I do, I take Holy Communion. So take your Holy Communion if you've got it ready. Take it. Uh, this God did not limit us. Jesus did not limit us to taking Holy Communion once a month or once a week or what. Uh, we can take it 
as often as you do this as often as you do this so it's up to you i can i do holy communion with my son before he goes to school as a result whenever we are in the shop he doesn't call it the grape juice he says we must buy the blood of jesus you know it's it's not that the protection is in the grape juice but it's understanding that this is his blood it is his blood so my protection is in his blood so please do whatever you need to do to protect yourself and your loved ones we are not saying let us not adhere to protocols for of this earth covid protocols but we need to understand that we are the ambassadors of heaven so the protocols that we are going to adhere to mainly are the protocols of heaven we give god the glory the honor and the admiration i bless god ngani i bless god for you my listeners i bless god i bless god i thank god that we are still in one piece it's not because of our doing or our wisdom or whatever it's because of his grace and his mercy until we meet again tom- tomorrow same time same place on von voice over the nation bless you as my fellow beloved listeners we have run out of time so we're still going to be continuing with this um with this topic in terms of times and seasons we are going to unpack it some more we are going to just hear what god is saying to us so i just want to thank you for taking the time to to listen to us as we share on VON voice over the nation so i still want to speak a personal blessing over your life and say may the lord bless you may the lord make his face to shine upon you may the lord give you peace may he keep his countenance on you always so i speak protection over every person who hears this in the mighty name of Jesus we cover you all under the blood of Jesus um you know i've learned that even after every segment that i do i take holy communion so take your holy communion if you've got it ready take it uh this god did not limit us jesus did not limit us to taking holy communion once a month or once a week or what uh we can take it as often as you do this as often as you do this so it's up to you i can i do holy communion with my son before he goes to school as a result whenever we are in the shop he doesn't call it the grape juice he says we must buy the blood of jesus you know it's it's not that the protection is in the grape juice but it's understanding that this is his blood it is his blood so my protection is in his blood so please do whatever you need to do to protect yourself and your loved ones we are not saying let us not adhere to protocols for of this earth covid protocols but we need to understand that we are the ambassadors of heaven so the protocols that we are going to adhere to mainly are the protocols 
of heaven. We give God the glory, the honor, and the admiration. I bless God, Ngani. I bless God for you, my listeners. I bless God. I bless God. I thank God that we are still in one piece. It's not because of our doing or our wisdom or whatever. It's because of his grace and his mercy until we meet again tomorrow same time same place on von voice over the nation bless you